The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Mixed Martial Arts Mixed Martial Arts The UFC Vegas 44 preview show starts now I mean, that introduction, you just can't beat it, everybody As whoever voiced that intro just said This is the UFC Vegas 44 preview show live on the MMAfighting.com YouTube channel Thank you for joining us. What a main event we have tomorrow. Rob Font versus Jose Aldo, a big one at 135 pounds. Co-main event is great. A lot of this card is actually really, really good. This one's flying under the radar a little bit, especially with UFC 269 coming up next Saturday. But thank you for joining us. Leave your thoughts, your comments, your questions in here. We'll get to them later on in the program. I am Mike Heck. Joining us on the ones and twos, baddest stash in MMA media, E. Casey Lydon. There he is. Hello that intro was killer. Well. That was the first take. Didn't even rehearse that. Just a win of it. Just flowed. That was tremendous. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you. Absolutely thank fantastic. You. Absolutely fantastic. And our special guest this week actually will be competing next Saturday at UFC 269. He is in the Bantamweight division. He's got a fun one coming up against Tony Kelly next Saturday. He is in Florida, born and raised in New England. Still got the accent. And the heart is still with New England, as a matter of fact. The Zohan joins us, Randy Costa. Randy, how are you, my friend? Mike, heck, what's going on, man? I appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. And for those watching right now, if you missed Between the Links yesterday, bear with me. I am not feeling tremendous. So yesterday, a couple days ago was horrendous. Yesterday was slightly less horrendous. Today started off way less horrendous, but is somehow teetered back into more horrendous. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna battle through this thing. Got a fighter on, can't be a wuss here. We gotta do the damn thing. So main event, Randy, we'll start with you here. This is a good one. Rob Fawn, a guy that you are 
quite familiar with being from New England. I'm sure you've shared a mat or two with him over your journey into this mixed martial arts world. Taking on Jose Aldo, this is one of those fights where you're just like, damn, it's so good. There's there's so many things you can say about it. But you being a guy in this division, you having the familiarity with with Font, being a student of the game and just watching what Jose Aldo has done over the years, just your initial thoughts on the matchup itself. Man, this is this is this is a really fun fight. And I think the um the key to victory is gonna be whoever can disrupt the rhythm of the other fighter. So if Aldo can disrupt a Font's jab rhythm or pattern, then Aldo can get away with it. If Font can disrupt Aldo's kicking and body shot pattern, then I think that Font can get away with it. But it's going to be whoever can disrupt the other person's rhythm, I think, is the key to victory. Casey, what do you think? I mean, this is this is high-level stuff. You being a guy that's preparing for his first fight in his own right, mm-hmm. being able to watch a guy like Rob Font take on a guy like Jose Aldo... This got a scratchy right where itch, is it not? Oh, uh, first of all, the men's 135 division is just, I've said it so many times, but I know everyone loves the lightweights, but to me, the 135 division is the best division in the world, without a doubt. It's just from top to bottom. I think top one through, shoot, I would say one through 30, I think are just amazing athletes, our guests included, and being in the just I just there's just so much good talent at 135, and the fact that we have Font and Aldo, uh, I think I think actually Randy kind of got it. It's, it's to me is jab versus body shots, and um, it's gonna be uh, can Rob Font control uh, uh, Aldo and keep him outside and just kind of I, I almost Cody Garbrandt this fight again, you know, just 25 minutes and just jab jab jab, and not, that sounds kind of boring, but just really just use boxing and just staying in position, staying balanced and using better technique and just, um, just, uh, I think just beating an incredibly durable Josie Otto after all these years, we keep, we kind of keep waiting for Josie Otto to get old and just kind of fall apart at some point in the, in the cage. But somehow at 35, he just seems to be just like just I don't even, I'm not even gonna say less dominant I'm just I think just the, the 35 division is just so great it's just Josie Otto at 35 is just still as good and dangerous as he was at 45 and um this is awesome and it's gonna be a big night we're, we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot of things uh, about Rob Font I think we know who Josie Otto is but I think we're gonna see how truly good Rob Font, Rob Font is or make may may be Right now, according to our friends at DraftKings, Rob Font is the favorite at minus 140. The comeback on Jose Aldo, plus 120. I think that's lined perfectly right now, for being honest. But the thing that kind of sticks out in this fight, Randy, is Jose Aldo is no stranger to five-round fights. Rob Font, this is his second consecutive five-round fight, and Rob did pretty good. His gas tank held up pretty well against, against Cody Garbrandt. He looked good. He was getting stronger as the fight goes on. Do you think the five rounds favors one fighter over the other, or do you not think it really matters? I think in this fight, it's going to favor uh, Font a little bit more than it's going to favor Aldo. I think that because if you look at how Font, how his fights typically go, if you could like make like a stock chart arm out of how his fights go over rounds, I think you have a gradual increase of his output as the fight goes and his efficiency. And I think that Aldo is very good with the five rounds fights and he's had five round fights that's all very true but it's very different when you have someone constantly fainting at you because it's going to be very hard for Aldo to find a read on him and to to kind of know when he can 
let his shots fly if it's the fourth round and Font is still just as active with the feints as he was in round one. I think the feints, and, and like I said in the, in, in the beginning, I think that disrupting the rhythm of the opponent is going to be the game changer. And, and Font's uh, feints will 100% disrupt the rhythm of Aldo. I, I do think that five rounds in this fight in particular for Aldo favors Font. Randy, Casey, quick, sorry, go ahead. talking about feints, um, can you just kind of break down how important feints are to fighting? <clears throat> and what particular fight are you kind? Of, did you kind of see that in Rob Font? Like, I think a lot of us talk about the jab, but the feints are you seem to be really focused on. Yeah, man, it's it's really because everybody knows that Font has this really good jab, right? So if Font goes out there and, he, and he's only throwing two jabs for every single time, like he throws his shoulder. Like, it, you're, you're going to get a hard read, and you're going to start to notice of, of what kind of, like, reactions you're going to kind of get from Aldo. If every time I throw my left shoulder as a feint, I get a right-hand reaction out of Aldo, you know you're going to have an opening on that same side. Um, and that's going to be really hard because Aldo's going to find himself in a position where he's not really going to be sure on if he can bite, if he has a stay reserved, or, he, or he's going to have to play the guessing game when if a jab is actually going to fire off. And that's going to give the advantage to Font for sure if you can keep Aldo guessing, obviously, that's going to be disrupting the rhythm. I think that that's going to be a huge thing. You saw it against uh, Font versus Ricky Simone. Ricky Simone has really, really good wrestling. and That was almost nullified just on the jab and the jab sequence stuff. I don't think that you're going to see like that heavy of a, of, a, of a discrepancy with this fight, but I definitely think that the feints are going to be a huge puzzle for Aldo to solve. When you look at this fight, Casey, we talked about this on Between the Links. They're almost fighting for just to keep the spot that they're in right now because mm-hmm. the top of this division is a mess with Sterling still yeah. being injured, Jan the interim champion, Dillashaw yeah. still injured, injured. Yeah. Sandhagen, now you got Font, now you got Aldo, and there's not a really a lot of movement right now. So, yeah, the winner could just be the first phone call if something falls through. Rob Font got that phone call the last time. He just couldn't take the fight with Piotr Jan. It went to Corey Sandhagen, but... What is at stake? Like, who needs this one more, in your opinion? Does Font need this one more? Can he bounce back faster? Or does Aldo need this one more? Oh, man. The, the what's at stake thing is kind of a – I think that's what's holding this fight back. And it's not the fighter's fault, obviously. The what's Because, like, if this fight was was for a true – like, oh, who, whoever wins this fight will be fighting for the championship fight. Um, it's just not happening because of, of course, what you mentioned before, because of injuries and things like that. So it's just unfortunate because this fight rules. The timing is kind of timing is really good for this fight. It just sucks because whoever wins kind of just they just kind of maybe move right in front of each other. They don't actually move closer to the belt. So in terms of just stakes for the division, it kind of sucks because, you know, and we, we love high stakes. You know, it's just not, it's not there for a championship fight. Oh, sorry. Championship fight. But who's it more important for? Oh man, I think I, honestly, I think it's I think it's super. I think this fight is super important for both of these guys. To be honest, like if I th- man, yeah, I kind of I kind of want to say one thing, but then I immediately go the other way in my mind. Like I think I think for Font, he he just needs. I think Font. This is the second main event, and to beat a guy like Aldo, and if he can do it dominantly, I think he his next fight will be for the number one contender. I just don't I think if Font loses though it just moves him too far back. I, I think Otto's just right. I think we know good Otto is. I think if he loses a competitive fight, he's still there. Like, like didn't he get, didn't Otto get a title fight off a loss? 
Yeah, right? Marias. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. A fight so, not a lot of people thought he lost. So well, I, you know what? I, I had I had him for Marias either way. Um, it wasn't like a robbery. It wasn't like Auto got no. We don't consider it like a robbery, but that's why I think if 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 Auto still loses the UFC and they love him so much, uh, rightfully so, that I think uh, if he loses a, a competitive decision, he's right. He's still right there as long as he doesn't get you know blown away. Um, for Font though, uh, I do think now that I'm kind of speaking it out loud, I think I do think the fight is more important for Font being the main event spot, and you just you know don't want to lose the main event. You have a lot more eyes on you, so uh, I would definitely think this fight's more important for Rob Font. Is a very good fight, and now it is time to put our money where our mouths are. Casey, what do you got? Jose Aldo, or Rob Font, <laughs> who takes this one tomorrow to close the show? Before we started, in my mind, I was going, you know, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the young whippersnapper, Rob Font. But then I looked at their ages; they're like only like less than a year apart. Like Jose Aldo is only like six months older than them or something. So I was like, obviously, the, uh, you know, tread on the tires a lot heavier with uh, Aldo, but. I always go with the vets. I'm, I, I'm just, I always stick to the vets because I think it's the safer pick. But you know what? I'm going Rob Font. I think Rob Font can do it. And, I, I, and I'm hoping it's going to be a, for entertainment-wise, I'm hoping it's going to be a really close competitive fight. But I think, um, I think Randy kind of broke it down. It's like those jabbing feints. And I think he will disrupt Aldo enough that um, uh, Aldo would never really get to take over. And like, like he usually does in late rounds of those, those killer body shot kick combos he does, late kick combos he does. Are you with Font as well, Randy? I'm going with Font uh, late finish, like round four, round five, or decision. Um, obviously, I, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if if I'm wrong, but I do I do think that um, I think Font's just going to keep proving people wrong. No one gave him a chance against Marlon. No one gave him a chance against mm-hmm. Cody. Um, I think he's starting to get the respect he deserves, and, and I, I am on the Font bandwagon. I think he, I think he's going to be a, I think he's going to be a big problem. And I, like I said, uh, Font late fight finish or uh, or decision. Yeah, just I mean, it's such a tough fight to call. This is, is like the definition of a fifty fifty fight. Um, but I think the extra two rounds favors Font as well. So I think if Font can just if Font can win the first round, I think. We'll have a bet. Like the second round, we'll, we'll tell maybe a different story. But I think if Font can win the first round, he wins the fight. Like he can, he can, he can lose two and three, but we'll probably still win four and five. But th- the way they prepare those cartel dudes is just unbelievable. <laughs> they really have like the Patriots mentality. Font was telling me when I talked to him that like Tyson Chartier puts this like, like how football players get like game plan books. Like they have a full on game plan book for the fighter. So they sit there and they read this game plan over and over again. And when Font's driving, he has his fiance in the car just reading him the game plan. Like they know as much about Jose Aldo over these last eight, nine weeks than probably anybody has ever fought him. And that's the preparation is unbelievable. So I go Font. I think it's a very close fight. I think he wins a decision. If it comes down to the fifth, I'll take Rob Font over Jose Aldo in that discussion. So. And A.K. Lee, if you're watching right now, don't you dare. Don't you dare throw out the New England bias BS because I ain't <laughs> buying it. I would have said this if Rob Font lived in somewhere South Dakota. Wouldn't have mattered. The style makes the win for Rob Font. So I don't want to hear any New England bias BS coming out of anybody's mouth right now. So that's the main event. That's a great fight. A lot of people are looking at the co-main event as the best fight Ooh. on this card. Between Brad Riddell and Raphael Fazee. Right now, Raphael Fazee, a minus 125 favorite. Brad Riddell, plus 105. 
Casey. Good Lord. These are two guys that know each other very well, mm-hmm. very friendly with each other. They knew they'd have to fight at some point. They were hoping it wouldn't happen this soon. It would be maybe for a number one contender spot, maybe for the belt. But this fight is awesome. Your thoughts on this co-main event between Brad Riddell and Raphael Fazeev, two guys who are very, very familiar with each other. I absolutely hate this fight only because I do not want them to beat each other up because they're so good. I just like I just I, I think I think we've kind of I think Danny Rubenstein kind of talked about this. Uh, their man hit I think one of their man I think he's he's one of the managers and uh, he was talking about these, these guys they, they they're too good they should be fighting for a number one contender or like you know when they're both top ten what, are they ranked in the top ten yet. No, I think Fazee. I think they're both in the top fifteen. Top, we're on yeah, top fifteen. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's only because of the they haven't they just haven't had the right opponent yet, and they've just haven't had enough fights. I don't, I don't think I don't think anyone disagrees that they are top ten potential. But uh, no, I, I just a pure entertainment standpoint. God, this fight rules so much. It's, they're just super exciting fighters. I mean, just they just they bring that violence. They just bring that that violence, and it's gonna be a crazy fight. And um, not, but to me, this is like a poor man's version of, uh, and I say that in a positive way, of Gaethje Chandler to me. It's just like you just know it will rule, and there's no way this fight's going to suck. So, uh, And you get it for free on a, on a uh, co-main event for a fight night. So um, I, I, I hope it's the best fight ever, and I hope it's a 30-30 draw. <laughs> that's only one to lose. <laughs> I hope it's the best fight ever and it's a 30-30 draw. I don't know if you can do better than that, Randy. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm super excited. I mean, I'm just super excited for this fight. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about this one, Randy? Yeah, man, this this fight this fight's a lot of fun. Um, Fazeev's a Sanford guy, uh, obviously. And it's probably a little bit of bias, but I, I do like Fazeev in this fight. I think that he has... Like that, that tricky factor, the, the 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 fast twitch, high kicks that are kind of hard and deceiving to come from. You know, he's throwing these head kicks off breaks and stuff like that. That's kind of mm-hmm. unorthodox, I guess, for especially the 55 division, especially how fast he's throwing it. I think Riddell is very good. He probably punches a little bit harder, you know, sits a little bit, has maybe a little bit better boxing. Um, but I think Fazeev's footwork and just that the, the triggers, the, the fast twitch, as soon as something touches, is just firing off. I think... I don't know if we're going to see a knockout. I think we're definitely going to see a crazy fight. But I do think that Fazeev's going to win. I think that Fazeev's too tricky and has too much. Um, although the thing that's kind of concerning to me is you kind of saw him slow down in that third round against um, Bobby, Bobby Green, yeah. uh, which is really not a good thing to go into against the fight uh, from someone who's one of those New Zealand, those city kickboxing guys. Those guys are a bunch of workhorses. Um Fazeev obviously has to be careful if he doesn't catch him in the first round, first two rounds. But I do think that Fazeev's going to win. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Riddell, because of what happened in the Bobby Green fight, his best bet is to really push Fazeev, like get him on his back foot, put him against the fence, maybe for a little while, try to try to just wear on him a little bit, slow him down, get get him deep. Fazeev is a tricky is a tricky guy, and once he escapes and gets out of those situations, you never know what's coming at you. But would it be worth it at least for Riddell to? to try to take the the path to least resistance and try to slow down such a dynamic striker like Fazeev? Well, yeah, I mean, you, you would assume so, right? But another thing that you kind of have to bring into question is that they're very familiar with each other. They're, they're not they're not strangers. They trained together for a while. So 
you know, Brunel could have that in his head, like, oh, I can get Fazeev against the cage, but maybe Fazeev's so good at getting off the cage, or maybe Fazeev's so good at counter or anti-wrestling, or or shit, maybe even Fazeev has some, you know, wrestling tricks up his sleeve that we just don't know about. The only person that's going to have that answer, or the only two people that are going to have those answers, are Fazeev and uh, and Riddell. Um, looking at based on how their fights have been, yeah, you would assume that maybe Riddell would want to take his head and stick it in Fazeev's chest and then just put him against the cage for, you know, 30-second increments or something like that. But who knows how easy of a task it is. They, 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 they felt each other before. They sparred together before. They trained together before. Um, it's exciting, dude. I think it makes the fight even more exciting because both of each other, both both of them know kind of at least their old tricks that were the other things that they used to be good at. And people people change, people evolve, but you kind of always have like your bread and butter, right? So I mean, they're familiar in some aspect. Yeah, I there's Casey. Do you think there's a very good chance like both guys might have a certain game plan for the other, and then they actually get in the cage and they lock it, and then they just look at each other and just like. It might just both pull guard, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. They just might say, F it, let's just, let's just get in there and just throw yeah. bombs at each other yeah. and see what happens. Like, I think that's, that's a very terrible. strong possibility. I, th- I, th- I think after about, I think after the first round, after they go back to their corners, you know, they're all beat up. Like, ah, let's just, let's have it. Let's just have a, I don't know. You kind of forget about the game plan. They're just going, let's just do this. This is, let's have fun out there. And they're just going to like all those, all those spinning crazy techniques we do in the gym. Ah, I'm going to try it out tonight. <laughs> you know, just so um, I'm just excited. Randy, do you think, what do you think about Rodell's wrestling? Do you know, um, do you think that could be a deciding factor? Cause I, I worry about the, no, I, I think the wrestling could slow down for Z's. And it's just in terms of making him tired. And I do think uh, Riddell over th- over in the third round, historically, is probably a stronger fighter than Faziz. Do you think that could have a, a big effect in the fight or possible? Absolutely. But it's also going to you know, be partially like Riddell's, Riddell's probably not going to start shooting takedowns and start pinning up against the cage if within that first you know, three minutes, he doesn't he doesn't track down Fazeev's uh, footwork. Because Fazeev's footwork is so smooth, man. He does so well at changing angles and things like that. So Riddell's certainly not going to be shooting for takedowns or attempting to close the distance too much if he can't even, you know, track him down. He's going to be shooting on air, essentially. Um, I, I, if there are any takedowns, it's certainly not going to come within the first two minutes. Fazeev's going to be way too fresh. Fazeev has has good anti-wrestling, man. And people sleep on it, but he's, he's training with the Sanford guys. He's training with Greg Jones. He's wrestling every day. Um, it's, it's just hard to, to try to throw take, to try to shoot takedowns on someone that has one such good footwork and has such fast switch you know muscle fibers where you can blast yeah. those high kicks up so fast. One small mistake shooting takedown at one at the wrong time, telegraph even a tiny bit is gonna is gonna get you know you're gonna get your head kicked. You saw Fazeev do the, the Matrix, dude. You you, you mm-hmm. know Fazeev is really good. He sees everything. You really can't make too many mistakes, and I think that Riddell is probably very aware of that. So we got caught. We got Randy's pick. He's picking Fazeev, and he admitted a little bit of bias there. Gacy, oh, who you got? I already told you, thirty thirty draw, fight of the year. No, <laughs> um, I, I'm actually gonna pick. I'm picking. Um, picking Riddell in a and uh, a very a very close decision. Um, uh, two rounds to one. I think he. I think. I think. I think he drops round one, but I think he takes rounds two and three. I think. Uh, I think uh, Riddell is just kind of just. Uh, uh, I don't want to say cardio because this is like beyond cardio. It's just, it's just like heart and um, just. I think the wrestling will be able to take a decision, but 
I'm super excited about this fight, and not, I, 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 just, I do not disagree at all with what Mr. Costa said. Ugh, this is so close. Yeah, I know. This is such a good fight. <laughs> I'll lean Fazeev. I think it could be very similar to the green fight where he does he does enough to win the first two rounds, but then Riddell kind of realizes that he might be down two, and he really pushes him in the third and comes close to pushing, but doesn't. So you do have to yeah, consider gonna, that gonna you know fight. Bobby Green and, and Riddell are two very different fighters. You can get away with oh, a lot for sure. more like lax and going out there and being a little bit more loose with a guy like Bobby Green, who you probably can assume that he's not going to shoot many takedowns. Riddell, you're gonna you have to you have to go in there with a completely different mindset. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I, I don't fucking know. I start kind of picturing the fight in my head and then it kind of goes like 20 different ways like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) yes that that is exactly what what I think is going to happen then we got Clay Guida and Leo Santos we got Jamal Hill and Jimmy Crute Uh, what else we got let me go back here Uh, Brandon Brandon Allen Allen, Chris Chris Curtis Curtis. that's that's a good one man that's a good one Uh, Alex Morono Mickey Gall uh, we did lose a fight on this card. We lost uh, Azamat, Mirzakhanov, and Jared Vandera. Uh, Vandera not medically cleared to compete, so we're down to 14 fights. And as of right now, the first fight, Louis Smolka is the first fight on this card. That just tells you how deep this one is versus Vince Morales. Uh, William Knight against Alonzo Menafield. Someone's going to sleep in that one more than likely. Uh, some good stuff. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's 
S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Let's go, uh, let's see what the peeps are saying. Peeps, what are the peeps right. saying? Do, do, do. Let's go to the peeps. Hold on one moment. Uh, yeah, Brandon uh, Allen and Chris Taylor could be a lot of fun. Oops, sorry, make that a little bigger. Uh, Riddell seems adamant about fighting Gillespie next if he wins on Saturday. My question is, who should Fazeev face next? Oh, where are you going? <laughs> we're already matchmaking. Uh, I don't know. I mean, someone. Let me look at the actual. We'll, we'll, we won't go. We'll, we won't go to the actual rankings. The, the rankings that matter more than anybody else's. The MMA fighting rankings. We'll go to the. Just for argument's sake, go to the UFCs. Uh, Fazeev's at fourteen. Riddell is at twelve. Um, I think either fighter is could be. Either yeah, fighter could be. Either Gillespie. fights Gillespie. Yeah, I think either one's Gillespie. I think. Um, yeah. 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 What do you I, think? Is there I, any- Man, I, I like no, um, think, right? <laughs> the, the fight. The fights it hasn't happened yet, but I like the loser of Fazeev and Riddell to fight the winner of Armin's soccer. How do you say his name? And Joel Alvarez. Yeah, I think the loser fighting the winner of that makes makes a lot of sense. I'm not sure what the who the winner should fight, um, but I think that fight makes some sense. I agree. It's a good call right there. I, I would like the winner. Just I would like them to face a kind of an established vet. Um, I, like, I like the Zerukian fight, uh, Armin Zerukian, uh, but I would I much like Font is facing. He needs like an auto. He needs kind of that vet. I think whoever wins this fight needs to face that face that established name, and it's most likely probably someone coming off a loss. So I, a name's escaping me right now, but I think uh, just some sort of name, <laughs> some uh, former title contender, or uh, something like that. Tony Ferguson? Is Tony Ferguson still fighting? I've I've no. It's I think I feel like yeah, Tony Ferguson is in is in everyone's like that Tony. You can put you can put Tony Ferguson versus just you know a broken down truck. You'll be like, I'll watch that. <laughs> and it's still gonna be the craziest fight of all time. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Yeah. And Tony Ferguson would still hurt himself <laughs> and still finish RDA? the fight. RDA. RDA. Yeah, something like that. A name like that. Yeah. RDA. Because it's gonna be tough. Like, like eventually you're gonna have to give one of these guys a matchup like that. Because that's just so log jammed up the top with Poirier and Gaethje and Oliveira and Dariush and Makachev and Chandler. I mean, maybe Chandler could be a guy. Um, and then there's Ferguson no, I, Hooker I, might I, be going think, to 45. I think, yeah, I don't think Chandler and Fazeev or Chandler or Riddell's. I don't even think that's a conversation. I think that Chandler rightfully probably deserves some sort of money fight whether that be ferguson whether that be diaz whether that be uh uh mcgregor um i don't think you can give chandler a guy who i don't think you can say that you you think that fazeev or riddell winner should get a veteran type guy and then add chandler into that same conversation i don't think i don't think you can do that but no i agree with you i agree with you i was just like that's just the log jam up the top like i don't think he's getting any of those guys but once you get down to like Maybe RDA, who's at six right now, and RDA has been trying to get in there and all the fights he wants, he can't get, or something happens that he doesn't make it or his opponent doesn't make it. So, yeah, yeah I think that RDA makes, I mean, that makes sense. Option. Yeah, <clears throat> makes or, sense. Or if Hooker stays at 55 and Fiziz wins, that would make sense. Um, obviously, Fiz, uh, uh, Riddell and Hooker wouldn't fight. I don't know. <laughs> So uh, if Hooker, that would be a fun fight too. Yeah, it would be fun. <laughs> so, that's one of those fights. Now you have to come to the gym and watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be a fun fight. All right. Do do do. Good oh, question yes. though. 
55 right, is fun. Another one from Mr. Dignan. Dignan. Is it safe to say that the Menafield Knight fight is the most muscular matchup in UFC light heavyweight <laughs> history? Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> two, I mean, two just jacked dudes. I mean, William Knight's William Knight like walked me through like a couple days of his regiment, like not even recorded, and I was just like, "How do you even walk right now? I don't know how you do this." He's such a monster. So yeah, I think it's safe to say that. The first round is just them being do- just them doing deadlifts or something. We just watch them work out. Like man, this push is up so contest. Yeah, just push ups. You know, just doing curls. I'll watch it. Whatever. <laughs> Got to think outside the box. UFC. Come on. Yeah, that's. I mean, this that's an interesting fight. I don't. I, I don't think it gets out of the first round. Oh, it's going three rounds now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, don't do that. Don't do that to be Casey. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this fight. Uh, Crute versus Hill. Who you got in Method of Victory? Uh, this is a good one. This is a good fight. This one's tough to call. What do you think, Randy? Jimmy Crute or Jamal Hill? Jamal Hill, of course, is coming off that tough loss. Crute's coming off the loss to Anthony Smith. They both lost in like kind of bizarre ways yeah. uh, due to injuries and limb snapping, if you will. Uh, who comes back with the victory tomorrow and how? Dude, I, I like um, I like Jamal Hill. I do. I think he. I think he. He's like deceivingly good. Like he's 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 a tall guy. He punches hard. He has good vision. He sees things pretty good. I mean, he'll be the first to admit that he has to work on his jujitsu, right? But I mean, that that's that's fine. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I think I think Jamal Hill. I think he. I think he's so punchy. I think he. I think he just. I think he can see that. I think he just sees openings really, really well. And I, I think that he's gonna. I think he's gonna win by knockout or TKO. Casey, what do you think? Do you want betting lines? I, yeah. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Go. What are the betting lines on that? Jimmy Crute minus one seventy. Jamal Hill plus one fifty. I think. Jamal Hill, like Randy, I think, like Randy said, Jamal Hill is a very live dog right now. Oh yeah, and that's that, to me. That's pretty close. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm I'm more on the crude side, but I like Jamal Hill. Um, I was just kind of, I understand when you, when you get when you, it was a Paul Craig that snapped his arm. Is that yep. correct? Yeah, Paul, it's Paul Craig. Uh, Jamal Hill, I think, made a just a tactical error. Just uh, just even give, giving him. Any giving Paul Craig even a chance to jumping in his guard and grabbing that arm, I think um, you know. Unfortunately, he, he made that he made that error in the cage rather than in the gym. But um, I don't put too much uh, too much into that loss. I think um, we kind of remember because it was so just uh, violent and stuff. And even the the, the crew loss, I didn't put I didn't take too much too much from it too with uh, Anthony Smith. I know it's a legitimate win, but. You know, it's just one of those calf kicks that like, doled his leg, and you know, he just, you know, it's just one of those weird things. Um, but it's an incredibly good fight. I love both fighters, but Jimmy Coot's got that awesome mullet going right now, and he looks like a hockey player, and that's pretty sweet. And that should probably get him around already. So yeah, that's how that's that's, that's how I'm, that's new MMA scoring criteria. <laughs> From a betting perspective, this is Jamal Hill or pass, in my opinion. So. Um. Yeah, why not? I'll take a shot at the dog on this one. I, I all things considered, both guys standing. It's fifty-fifty. Crute's got power. Jamal's got power. If you're gonna, if you're forced to put a wager on this one, you take the dog money. So 
Jamal Hill. I think it's close enough to, to merit a dog shot. So there you go. And he has a five-inch reach, reach advantage, yeah, which is a next, huge deal. Yeah, I've been next to Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy yeah, Crew, sure. like, he doesn't look he doesn't look big, but he's just he's wide. It's like, deceiving. <laughs> yeah, he's deceiving. Yeah, he's just like he's big boned. He's big boned. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's, 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 his shape is is he's got like a, a very unique build, I guess. Yeah, like he's he's like, like lanky and not disrespectful, but like skinny fat. Like he's he has mm-hmm. like a. Like his build is just very unique, and he makes it work really, really well. It works. <laughs> All right. Thank uh, you, Scott. What else we got? Do, do, do. Oh, here we go. Another one from uh, our friend John. Uh, question for Randy Costa. What is your dream Bantamweight fight? This dream fight could include you and every Bantamweight on the roster, past and present. Ah. Uh. Dude, just because he was my favorite fighter, dude, uh, favor for sure. Um, just because yeah. I would love to compete against him, it would just be because that that was that was like the the guy when I first got into martial arts or MMA and following the sport and WEC and all that stuff. It was him and Cowboy, so that that would be pretty cool. That would be like a OG type guy for sure. Um, yeah, all of them, dude. I just want all fun fights. I want all fights that are exciting i don't want any boring fights whoever's gonna be a fun fight that's my dream fight i like that answer it's a good answer right there good answer oh by the way uh we just confirmed it but a report from espn main event february 5th middleweights jack hermanson sean strickland so there you go. that's a good fight it's a good fight that's a good fight i think sean strickland wins that yeah that's- very good chance strickland will be in uh the corner of one Chris Curtis tomorrow, so that should be fun against. Oh, that'll be Allen. really fun, especially since it's against Brennan Allen. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, I, I wonder if he's mic'd up. He, there's no way no mic'd up. Right? <laughs> they better not mic him up. <laughs> he's just gonna sit. In the, he's gonna sit in the booth, just push yeah. over DC. Like, oh, I'll just do this. Fuck you, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. We'll um, see what happens. I, I asked Chris about that, and he's like. He's like, I think Brendan Allen's so weird for thinking there's like an actual rivalry here because Sean doesn't even like talk about him or think about him. But you know, once that fight starts, Brendan's gonna oh, like yeah, say dude. something. They'll be chirping the whole time. <laughs> they will be. So that, right. that there you go. Tune in. What else we got? Does Strickland not have beef? Does he have beef of everyone? I don't think there's anyone. <laughs> like, like he's just one of those. I guys. don't think he has beef with anyone. I think everybody has beef with him. Okay. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah that, that's a, that's a very unique sean strickland statement that's very true <laughs> uh terrence Leverett, if we got a bellator question if sergio and kyoji were still in the ufc or do you think they would <coughs> wait, what? Uh, if well, sergio and kyoji were still in the ufc how do you think they would do against Hang tomorrow's on. main eventers so sergio and font already fought and font beat him pretty convincingly so very convincingly yeah that was not a close fight at all but not like how would Sergio's obviously an improved version but i still think font i don't think that fight would go any differently if they fought again because font's obviously improved as well so not to make excuses for sergio but you see what sergio said about that fight how basically he went to the hospital right before that fight for a broken rib so he was just like he's like yeah it happens but this is like the first time he talked about it but um I agree. I agree. I'm font. Uh, fonts obviously insert. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Just adding okay. some backstory. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't like Sergio's chance against Aldo. Um, I don't think Sergio's a bad fighter. I think he's a good fighter. I thought that fight with Archuleta was tremendous. He looked awesome in that fight. But Kyoji, Kyoji versus Font, Kyoji versus Jose Aldo would be interesting. Do you think? Do you think Kyoji could be either of those two guys, or Sergio? I think I think Kyoji can be probably most of the guys in the UFC bantamweight division. Kyoji is good, man. Kyoji's really really good and i don't think he gets maybe the credit that maybe he deserves from like the 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 u.s fan base um because of maybe how the ufc stuff went but man he's that dude that dude's good he's like he's he's one of the best and he's continually showing that he's he's good man he's good i'd love to see what kyoji would do in the ufc bantamweight division yeah uh sure he's so he's like that just fast, explosive, like the the Asian type fighters. Like if they have that style, it's so he's a, it's that, just that tough bounce, to deal that, with. That karate bounce, yeah, he's just yeah, so good, man. Yeah. But they hit so hard. They hit too. so hard. Just, they're, they're hard to deal with. Yeah, he's so like buried. He's so buried at ATT. Like when it comes to the respect factor, and Mike Brown knows it and he loves it. Mike Brown even said like I think I honestly think Kyoji Horiguchi is the most underrated fighter on the planet. Dude, he's he so probably good, is. man. And he's short and stocky and hard punching and moves fast and really good everywhere. He's he's good, dude. He's he's good. You know you know who doesn't underrate him? Me. I put well, I know you don't underrate him. Yeah, and in our in our MMA fighting world rankings, I have Kyoji at number two in the world behind Peter Yan. I think I think Kyoji is that good. And um, but I absolutely love the fight tonight with Pettis. I think Pettis is super good, but I just think I just think the world of Kyoji. And as long as he's healthy, I think stylistic. Yeah, I think stylistically, it's probably like a kryptonite type matchup for one with a uh, Pettis style. Yeah, but if you don't have a chance tonight, watch that main event. Yes, there I will be watching. Oh, let me see if this even matters. Uh, who is the better boxer, Aldo or Font? Font. The better overall boxer. I, I I would go with Font overall. If we're talking 100%. like, 100%. if we're talking. Uh, Offensively, it's Font all day. Defensively, I got. You might have to lean Aldo defensively. He's so good at evading yeah. big shots. He does get hit, but he's so, so good at evading. Like Tiago Moises is underrated at that as well. Like Tiago Moises will get in there, and you think he's getting drilled over and over again, but he's actually not getting hit at all. Like he's so good at that. Aldo's very good defensively. He's very good countering too. Go ahead, Randy. I think that. Uh that Aldo has very good boxing, but I think Aldo's boxing is very good because people are worried about the kicks. I think Font, Font, you know his boxing's good, uh-huh. and he still beats you with boxing. So I, I do think that Font's boxing, real boxing, is is probably the best uh, in the Bantamweight division. Uh-huh. Or maybe second, maybe behind, maybe behind Piotr Jan. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a good conversation to have. Jan's boxing is really good. And that's like, just and, so and fun to watch. so defensively sound. He's he's good, man. He's really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, take a couple more. <laughs> uh, what's Randy's walkout song? Jeez, oh, Louise, was this a <laughs> Tinder profile? What is Randy's walkout song? Uh, favorite TV series to watch? Are you a Star Wars or Marvel guy? <laughs> My walkout song in the past has been "Round Here" by Florida Georgia Line. Uh, my favorite TV series to watch would be King Queens, for sure. Ah, um, and I'm really not neither a Star Wars 
I'm more of a Star Wars than a Marvel guy, but I'm not really neither. I'm not really. I'm, I'm a Disney guy in Disney Star Wars. I'm Star Wars Disney. All right. Well, you say King, King, King of Queens is your favorite show? King of Queens. I met I met Kevin Great James. <laughs> I did. I did too. I, I did. Yeah. With him. Oh, go. Yeah, he was like he 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 worked out out here in uh, in in Boca for a bit. We yeah, he's worked he's out one, together. Dude, like he's like even though he's like big, he can move. Like, he's fast. Like, yeah. Yeah. You you probably experienced it. Yeah. He was all yeah. doing all this. I don't know. Kind of. He's funny, man. Yeah, that, he's funny. All that stuff to me. <laughs> yeah, he was funny. Yeah. I'm, since we're talking about Kevin James. Here Comes the Boom is the most underrated MMA movie. Here Comes the Boom. It's a good one. And it's filmed in my hood. Yeah. <laughs> is, was Font in that one? Was Font in it? Because that was filmed at Sityatong where he was training at the time. Ooh. I wonder if he's in the I background. I don't know if I was in it, though. Yeah, he might have been. Like, maybe no. was, like, they, they put him in the background. Like, he wasn't. He wasn't. He, he, he was just a guy back then. He wasn't Rob Font. So who knows? He was just a dude. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, That's a that was a fun movie, though. Fun movie. It was. And I think, actually, at the time, People were kind of making like, why would this guy be in the UFC? But now looking back on it, if you watch the storyline, I could totally see the UFC ma- signing having a teacher charity fight in the UFC. So whatever. All day, yeah. all day, definitely. Ooh, here we go. Uh, what is the low key fight of the night? Mine is Cheyenne Bays versus Mallory Martin. Um. Ooh, no longer Cheyenne Bays. Cheyenne uh, Velismus. Velismus. Yep. We'll wait for John Anik to announce it tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to choose from. That's a good one. What do you think, Casey? What's the low key banger? Oh my goodness! Uh, without a doubt, oh. without a doubt, it's Maki Patolo and uh, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I'm sorry. Oh, Is it Dusko? Dusko Todorovic. That fight's gonna be crazy, man. That fight's gonna be crazy. It has to be crazy. That's a good one. I am a big fan of Cheyenne. Uh, Viz, Vizmas and Mallory. I love Mallory Martin. Um, I, I just hope this is an exciting, just grindy, just just like just two women just gritting their teeth, just ready to just rip into each other. But the fight I'm really looking forward to is really just for one side. I'm just a giant Manel Cape fan, and um, Manel Cape is fighting, so that's all. When Manel Cape's on a card, he's my he's my low key fight of the night. <laughs> Tough fight though. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll go with I'll go with Brian Barberina versus Darian Weeks. I don't think it's gonna get out. I don't think it's gonna last more than like six or seven minutes, but it's gonna be insane. I think sure. Darian Weeks is gonna come after that guy. Darian and all Darian Weeks does is finish dudes. He's only five and zero, oh, and Barberina is a tough customer, obviously, and can take a beating. Uh, and I think he's gonna have to take a beating early. But I think Barbarina will come back and get a like get a get a finish probably in the second round. But that fight's gonna be nuts for as long as he's only five and zero, oh, but he's fifteen and four as an amateur. Yeah, he's extent like he's he's yeah he's he's like he's a very experienced five and zero. Oh. He's like Shorty Torres esque when it comes oh, to yeah, five okay. and those. Interesting, and he's well coming done. off. It's uh yeah, it's, man. You sign UFC signing a guy off five and zero. Oh, he and he come to the contender series. He. Sh- just straight up, they just signed him on just based on. I got signed for now. Oh, well, you, well, you're a freaking Randy Costa, man. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's <laughs> <laughs> weeks. 
<laughs> I think it's, it's interesting. He's coming. He's a, he's a pro boxer too. Although he's coming off a looks like a close loss in a boxing match. But um, yeah, that's that's super awesome. And Brian Brian Barberina is just freaking exciting. Brian Barberina and Vicente Luque is still my even though he lost that fight is still my favorite fights. Those like oh, low key paper awesome. fights ever. Yeah, just kind of kind of kind of caught me out of nowhere. Like I was just like, okay, cool. Brian Barberina is fighting. And he walked out the baby shark that night, and and like it was just fun. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, and don't forget, and I hate to sour the mood, but Brian Barberino was supposed to fight Matt Brown on this card. Oh, okay. Oh, that, okay. that's why. Okay. That's, that's why weeks. Okay. Oh, yeah, weeks yeah, is the short right. replacement. Okay. Okay, that makes sense now. Um, you got anything else? One more? Uno mas? Let me find one more, one more, one more, one more, one more. Do, 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 do. Come on, fans. Give us one more question. Uh, I guess you're the biggest, I guess you're the biggest favorite on the card is. Brandon Ooh. Allen. Oh, well, that makes sense. Minus three sixty-five. A lot of name value. Yeah, yeah. Did you know who? Um, I forgot. Who, who's he fighting again? I'm sorry. Chris no. Curtis. No, no, no. no sorry, who's Barbarina fighting? Sorry. Weeks. Uh, Darian Weeks. Did you know about him before? Out of he's an LFA guy. Did you watch his fights? I, I've I've never heard of the gentleman. Darian. Yeah. Yeah, I've My, I've I've heard of I've heard of him. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I've heard about it. Not a guy that I've like studied a lot, but I he had a that knockout he had in February was pretty nasty. I think he's All fought right. a lot in like the KC area, like Kansas City area. Mm-hmm. I don't All know right. if he's. I don't think he's a uh, glory guy, but he's like in that area, like Missouri, Kansas area, where you find All a lot of those guys. All right, last question. Not about the fights, but one. just another question for Mr. Costa. Question for Randy Costa. Which strike would you rather absorb, a calf kick or an oblique kick? This is a good question. Absorb? Definitely a calf kick, right? Because yeah, oblique kick will have my knee wrong. Like, just wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Am I reading too far into this? I would mean. No, if you're absorbing 100% of it, calf kick, yeah, your leg goes numb and then like oh this sucks for a couple of days oblique kick you gotta be you gotta yeah you're <laughs> that sucks you're you're on but the, on the flip if we're if we if we can talk about like an attempted check or or like you know not a flush one then definitely uh definitely an oblique kick over a calf kick because even if you like somewhat check a calf kick you're fucked but even if you somewhat check an oblique kick as long as you can stop the hyperextension it's really not it's nothing doing yeah. any damage at all there you go. That would, be my, that would be my answer, yeah. Well, I mean, Randy, you're getting ready to fight. Maybe you'll throw a calf kick. Maybe you're throwing a oblique kick. Your thoughts on this matchup with Tony Kelly? He's coming up in yeah. eight days in Las Ooh. Vegas in front of people, which is always nice. First time, I believe, for you since the Boston card, if memory serves you correctly, that you fought in front of fans. So just talk about it and what you're looking forward to in the matchup itself. I'm just excited, man. Tony's one of those guys that um, – he goes and fights, man. He goes out there and it's not boring. Uh, I'm a fan of, of, of watching him fight. I'm a fan of his style and the kind of fight that he brings. He's going to be there the entire time. He's going he's gonna to be throwing shit actually with intent. Um, I think it's a very fan-friendly style. Um, I, I anticipate us both being extremely, extremely fucking sore after the fight, for sure. <laughs> um, but it'll be fun for however long it lasts on a huge card. Um Looks like we're second fight of the night, so I think it's a pretty good spot. Just excited for it, man. This is my first. This is like the actual like 
I had a bucket list like to fight in Vegas, right? And I fought twice in Vegas, but they were never really in Vegas. It was at the Apex with minimal fans. This is like a real Vegas fight, and I'm so excited for it. I got a, I got a, an exciting dance partner on a big exciting card. I can't wait, man. It's gonna it's gonna be. I just can't fucking wait. You're Randy actually gonna Rose. fight in. You're gonna fight in Las Vegas before Calvin Cater fights in Las Vegas. How about that? <laughs> Cater's never fought in Vegas until wow, he fights huh? Giga. That's kind of crazy, huh? Wow, isn't that crazy? Shit. Yeah, you're gonna be there that's before. Wild. You're gonna be fighting in Vegas before he does. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited, man. I've never, I've never been inside the T-Mobile Arena either, dude. It's just, uh, I'm excited for the whole thing. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, Randy, as a, as a fighter for you, what, what is it like coming back after a loss? Because I know after your first loss in UFC, you came back with an amazing victory. Does it? Are there kind of? Do you go back? Do you go back to that place in your mind, or is it, is it everything just different now? Um, no, dude. I mean, I got a, I got a completely different fight. I mean, mm -hmm. only a fool trips over something that's behind him. And that's the same thing with this. I'm not, I, I can't fall, I can't fall over something that's behind me. And that's the same thing with this. I got, I got, I learned my lessons. I took my leg, you know, I, I, I learned, man. I think even, even with a loss, I think there's still, there are a lot of great things with a lot of wins. It, it's, it's a fist fight, man. Shit happens. I mean, I could yeah, go yeah. out there, I can get clocked. I could get knocked out in 10 seconds. Who knows? I mean, we're going to find out next week, but that's what makes this stuff so fun, dude. It's just, who knows? Yeah, who the fuck knows? Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we talk, talk, talk. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. that happened. All right. We'll figure it out. Yeah, figure we'll it out. It. <laughs> and the way that fight was built up, too, between you and Adrian, it was just, no, but like, everyone just wanted to see you fight. Like, it didn't matter yeah, who won or lost. I think the, the fight delivered. I mean, he, I mean mm -hmm. granted, if I could change anything, obviously it would be one, that I won, two, that it, lasted three rounds or three that I didn't get finished but I think there was still a lot of good things to be taken out of there I feel like I showed maybe maybe where my ceiling might be maybe potential that might be there who knows I mean, we're gonna have a lot of questions that are gonna be answered next Saturday night and I'm excited to either prove people right or prove people wrong but either way I'm just ready man I'm so I'm just excited to, to be given to be given the opportunity fuck yeah what an answer what an answer <laughs> yeah. what an answer all right and obviously, Randy is a guy that the UFC could look at to, to throw in the booth one of these days as well, or throw at the desk. I think he's got a future here. I, 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 he knows his he knows his shit. That's why I he's here. So, man, us. and that is actually a goal. So thank you so much. That's a huge compliment. Thank you so much. There we go. See, there we go. This is it's, it's, we're here to we're here to maybe have people take steps up in their careers outside of the cage. Help me help That's you. Try to do. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> well, check out Randy Costa next Saturday as he takes on Tony Kelly in a fun one at UFC 269. Of course, two title fights cap off that car. We get Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira. We got Amanda Nunes versus Julian Pena. But don't sleep on the prelims, my friends. And Randy Costa versus Tony Kelly should yeah, be a fun one. Get there early. So. Get there early, fans. Don't miss this fight. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't be a casual. Events. Don't be a casual. Show up. <laughs> you don't want to miss this one. Don't want to miss it. Tune in. <laughs> tune in. And, of course, tune in to UFC Vegas 44 tomorrow. You're going to have a lot of fights to watch, all right? So for Casey, <laughs> for Randy, I am Mike Heck. Thank you for watching. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA 
for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible. Ability and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.